Hi everyone and welcome to Whiskey and Wine Cheers to Loving Yourself. My name is Louise and my co-host is Jean and we are so happy you decided to join us today to talk about some of the issues that people face in the world of now and how to battle that negativity in your life so that hopefully you can learn to love yourself. Um, today's topic is going to be loving yourself through thick and thin. Um, fair warning, this may or may not be a two or three parter, depending on how long winded we'd like to be. Also triggers. For yes. Sure. Oh yes. Big warning. We are not going to hold anything back as far as talking about some of the eating disorders that have really faced us in our lives, some of the challenges we've been through, and we're just going to keep it real and raw as far as all that goes. Cause and we are not medical professionals. We are by not. By any means. <laughs> but uh, this is just kind of what we've gone through, what we experienced, and I still go through today. Oh, 100%. We are, we are still struggling. So we just want to reach out to the world, just put our little, our little podcast out to fly, and hopefully we can get some kind of response, perhaps a follower, you know, fingers crossed. Or two, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today's topic, we're, we're going to title this, um, loving yourself through thick and thin. Um, the main focus of today's episode is going to be talking about eating disorders. Uh, most specifically the one that we both struggle with the most, which is food addiction. Um, I know personally in my life, I've really struggled with food addiction and it really starts at a young age. I, you know, can't remember a time when I didn't struggle. Oh, def definitely. I was, I was thinking about this <clears throat> yesterday, actually. Um, it really did start from birth because like I grew up, I was my mom's first child. So, oh yeah, same, you know. First-time mothers, at least so I've heard, tend to overfeed their children. I was a very hefty child. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and then being poor, you grow up on gut stuffers like cheap mac and cheese and hot yes, dogs. and pastas. Just, anything starchy. And you eat when you can because you don't know when or if you're going to eat again. I <laughs> am a psychopath. And <laughs> literally, I was telling Jean before I came here... I talk to myself, and I talk to myself the whole way here um, before starting this podcast, and those are my words, exactly. Like, you grow up poor, you, you eat what you can get, and you eat when you can. Uh, I'm also a first time, you know, and our parents were super young. Our parents were so young when they had us, so, like... They were kind of growing up with us. Exactly. You know, you kind of go through tri trial by fire, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it just cultivates a really toxic relationship with food. Uh, it's like in the animal kingdom. Animals eat when they can. If they were allowed to eat all the time, they would struggle with obesity as well. You know, people always talk about like, oh, like I, not comfort eat, what is it that I'm thinking? Like they eat to... Like suppress emotions because it makes them feel good and stuff. like emotional eating. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'll get there. Um, I, 
you know, people always ask me if I do that, and I'm like, I don't think I do. I definitely boredom eat. Like, if I sit in front of the TV, I'm like, I need to be eating something. It's, oh, yeah. That's annoying, because I love <laughs> watching movies and things. Right. But I wouldn't say emotionally eat, because, like, when I am upset about something or worried, I do quite the opposite. Yes. I just, like, yep. don't eat. Because I'm so busy worrying about everything else. Right. And I think that I kind of fall in that same category as well. Uh, of course, I like... You see in the movies, people who, they go through a breakup, they have to have ice cream and wine. Or they have to have, like, you know, some kind of sugary dessert and alcoholic beverage. See, I do that when I'm in love yeah. or something. <laughs> I'm like, what? I got a man? All right. All let's right. have cake. Like, <laughs> Bring on the beverage. Yeah, uh, no. And, uh, and I feel like that's... We've had this discussion before. We really want to... <laughs> we had to come with terms throughout our life that we can't do or consume food... In what society would deem as, like, a normal. Like, yeah. we, we definitely, we aren't normal. Our bodies aren't normal, and that's from the years of, of, of struggling with the addiction. Well, like, we're not, I always used to say, like, we're not meant to be skinny, but that's not really it. We're just not petite people. Exactly. Like, I have German and Italian in me. I'm going to have hips. You know, I'm going to have, I'm going to be kind of a sturdy woman. <laughs> and you're very Dutch. and that, Very Dutch. Uh, we're not petite women by any means. No. Which is crazy because my mother's a pretty tiny our mo Yes, exactly. <laughs> like our, our mothers are short, petite ladies. They're very small. And our, our dads are more hefty, uh, sturdier, if yeah. you will, built men. <laughs> Um, but we definitely, like, our genetics does not allow for us to go and just We can't of, have just, like, a cheat day and it not ruin everything because it definitely does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> everything that goes into my mouth, I'm like, should I be eating this? And then that therein lies the disorder. Which we is, we yeah. really struggle with the psychology behind associating food and real life issues that we have. Uh like, just just some, like, facts for you guys out there who don't know what really what we're talking about, but you're kind of interested in what we're talking about. The definition of an eating disorder, um, any of a range of psychological disorders characterized by abnormal or dis disturbed eating habits. Um, and this is according to um, a Google search that I did for the definition. Um, so that's that's kind of, you know... One of those things, like for me, my food addiction, it's my crutch. It's my coping mechanism, personally for me. Uh, it's got me through some of the most difficult parts of my life and some of the most wonderful parts so of my life. So would you say that you emotionally eat then, personally, um, maybe? I, you know what, I think so. Yeah. I think I can honestly say it, it really does affect me because I take food and associate with an emotion. You know, mm -hmm. going back to like... When life gets stressful, food has been there to provide comfort and joy. When life is happy, everyone uses food, you to know. To celebrate. To celebrate. Yeah. It's a great thing. Like, you know, and alcohol, uh, of course, because, you know, this is whiskey and wine, so where would we be without <laughs> our alcohol? <laughs> um, and it's kind of one of those things that people are going to struggle with. 
but it's the psycho it's and it's definitely like um a customized struggle well you know like food addiction that's that's a chronic disorder it's not like quitting smoking which not to be taken lightly because i've heard that's Oh, it's so difficult. <laughs> Very difficult, but... You'll quit a hundred times before you quit for real. You can't just stop eating, because then you're going to be in trouble still. It's one of those things where, and I've recently found this out, just, and I'm 29, mm-hmm. and I've just realized that because I tend to binge and then restrict, like, I'll go through, oh, I can't eat that, I shouldn't eat that, I'm not going to eat that being really strict on myself and then you know I'll eat one little thing and it'll just trigger me to just binge eat and be like you know what I'm fat or whatever anyway I'm just I'm just gonna eat what I want how much ever I want yeah it's like a fuck it moment like I fuck it I my diet's already ruined for the day and then the day's ruined and then it just keeps going yeah yeah and it just one day turns into a week and then you put on 30 pounds and you're just like what is happening but like I just recently I don't learned or realized that um, I have to stay away from certain foods. Like, I love food. Don't get me wrong. Right. But certain foods will trigger my binging. Okay. So, even the slightest bit of foods will trigger my binging. So, I really try to stay away from those and try to find, like, an alternative or, you know something similar to but not that way I can still get my mental satisfaction because it's a lot of mental oh yes in it um but I don't go to you know that ice cream or whatever and then I have a fuck it moment and (laughs) blow everything because right we have to work really hard to even be I mean where we're at now and it's you know, and, and we just want to let you guys know, like we are not, we're not, when we disclose that we are not medical professionals, we're also like, we're healthy for our standards as, as individual people. We are not saying like, you know, we're thin and we're, we're fit and we're ready to rock and roll with life because no, I for sure we, we are constantly struggling. Like I know there's a lot of people out there and we've experienced this you know, fitness gurus, like, you know. Well, they're like, oh, you're overweight, so you must be unhealthy. But I honestly have never had any pre-existing conditions for diabetes. I've never had high cholesterol. My heart is super strong. I have been great. I just have weight on me. And that's literally what my doctors in the past, they're just kind of like, huh, (laughs) you know. Yeah, (laughs) we're like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, oh, okay, they'll look at my blood work and be like, wow, you definitely eat greens, you definitely do this and that, your heart's good, you must be active sometime, you know? So, yeah, um, heavy does not mean unhealthy. Oh, 100%. And, you know, or even skinny. Yeah, skinny, you can still be fat. And be thin on the outside. Like, people... Skinny fat is what they call it. Yeah, like, people always are like, oh, that person's so skinny, it's unhealthy. But it might not 
be the case. They might just not be able to keep weight on. That's true. A lot of, you know, some people have metabolism issues. Where like they, they eat. Have, and yeah, and they just can't put it on. If I we mean, could just solve the problem and share. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone could be happy and healthy. Yeah, yeah. that'd be wonderful. But that's kind of like where we're going, what direction we're going in, especially with this podcast, is we we don't want anyone to feel ashamed of their body. Uh, we're sharing our experiences and our our thoughts on food addiction because we don't we struggled we're uh yes we have we have struggled. experienced some really ugly how do i want to say it uh, ugly influences and really just some some super harsh criticism in our lives oh man it's yeah you know if you pretty cutthroat you know shout out to our 90s babies out there you grew up in the 2000s early 2000s when the fashion industry was low-rise everything well, yeah belly buttons out and we were like no that's get okay. your whale tail on <laughs> oh god no oh. and everybody was getting their belly button pierced and i remember it was in middle school and one of the bigger girls in my friend's group she had gotten one and she was a very big girl but she was so proud of hers right I was like mom I want to do that and I love my mother dearly I really do but you know they we all joke around and it wasn't meant to be as hurtful as it was Mm -hmm. but she said why so you can get a hitch to get you away from the buffet oh and you're just like that is not okay (laughs) it's not okay because it's detrimental to your your fragile psyche already like middle school i can be the first one to be like middle school fucking sucks middle school is the worst it's the (laughs) you think high school is bad i actually went through one of my eating my one of my first true eating disorders in middle school oh same same i um it was i want to say seventh into eighth grade there was this boy, he was new to the school, and I really liked him, and he was so cute, and he liked my friends, and I told one of my good friends at the time, and she was like, yeah, I asked him about you, and he said maybe another time, and I was like, digging, like, why, why would he say that? Of she goes, he, do- he doesn't date big girls, and I oh. was... I was crushed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so I only ate 500 calories a day. I would literally run. How old were you? Do you remember? 13. 13, folks. 13 years old. Yeah, 12, 13 years old. I would run until I literally passed out. And some people hide it so well and some people don't. And I don't know how much weight I lost or anything, but I definitely lost a significant amount and it sucked because after I had lost a bunch of weight, everybody was praising me. They're like, oh, you look so good. You look so skinny, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I don't know, the attention didn't fill that void that I was trying to fill. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat like a normal person again <laughs> because this is ridiculous i was eating like cold cans of peas and stuff oh, like no thank and you i would skip dinner like no mom i just ate even though i didn't right and how many of you out there listening are like you know parents of these even young girls young girls young men mm-hmm. because 
you know, uh, trigger warning, I'm going to talk about uh, a death. Um, one of my very best friends in school, um, actually I called his mom my aunt mm-hmm. for many, many years. Um, his middle brother, once their parents got divorced, he went through um, bulimia. Like, he, he struggled with binging and purging. Mm. And it was just an insane... It was an insane time in our lives because we watched him go from, like, a super happy, intelligent... Yeah, he was a little heavy, like, chunkier, but he was, like, healthy. He was a healthy young boy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He just well, hadn't grown into his height yet. And that's the thing. Like, when you're that age, you cannot base what you look like that age. No! Because it's all gonna change. You're gonna hit puberty and crazy stuff happens. But it sucks because I feel like that's when... The children are the most cruel. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Such yes. Savages. Like so, your body is turning against you at that age because you're like, wow, hormones. You know, it's ripping my men- my mental apart, and <laughs> you know, and then every the outside world is literally out to get you. Mm-hmm. But he just he took the divorce really hard, and he he fell into this trend, and like he lost a bunch of weight, and uh, again. The praise just kept coming. Like, everyone was like, oh, you look so good. You look athletic. And then he just kept losing weight. Until he was so thin, he eventually gave himself a heart attack. Yeah. Because he just couldn't, his body was giving up on him. You know, and the heart attack eventually did lead to a really tragic end. He ended up passing away and on his 21st birthday. Oh, no. So, um... For anyone who has ever had to bury someone they love. For something like that. Something so... It, he was stuck in his mind. His addiction killed him. It's, and it wasn't drugs. It wasn't alcohol. It was... I need to be this persona. A mental battle. He could <laughs> not win. That's crap. So it's so... Like, cheers to him. Because mm-hmm. we love him. He's a great guy. You know, I think about him often, you know, thank God for Facebook. (laughs) I know that, I know that sounds, you know, like crazy, but I do Facebook message him on his birthday. Hmm. It's kind of one of those things. It's kind of like my memorial to him. But anyways, I'll get off, I'll get off that tangent, but it is bringing it back around. Like that reminds me of, I had a cousin, well, I have a cousin, Mm -hmm. thankfully. Yes. (laughs) Um, she... Is very tall and just, you know, very, like, American beauty. Okay. Kind of blonde hair and just super sweet. And she had a lot of friends who were very skinny and big boobs. And she was more of an athletic build. Yeah. Um, and she, so she was the bigger one in the group because they were all petite. Yeah. Well, when she was... Probably freshman year, maybe. It was a long time ago, because um, I'm old, but... <laughs> <laughs> she had gotten it in her head that she was fat. Um, oh my god, I hate that word. So she started taking laxatives. Mm. And she got so skinny... That my grandfather would call her olive oil from Popeye. Oh my goodness. She looked so... It was not good. Like, it was not healthy. You just looked at her and you were like, 
honey, are you okay? Can I help? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Please Do you tell need me. to talk? And I don't want to say, will you go eat something? Because that's just as bad as oh, telling somebody to go, you know, stop eating. Yeah. That's just as bad. You really just want to help, <laughs> you know, because it is such a cry for help. Yes. Oh, yes. Especially when you start down the path where you really start to do damage to your body. You're like... Mm -hmm. And it happens so fast. So fast. People think that... Like, one of my favorite TV shows in the world, you know, shout out to Dr. Now. Because I love 600 Pound Life. Um, Those people, like, are some of the most extreme cases of food addiction, um, morbid obesity, things like that. And they, they take the leap of faith. To entrust their lives to this amazing surgeon who who takes the risk and does uh, gastric bypass surgeries and gastric sleeve surgeries on patients over 600 pounds. That's terrifying. Oh, I mean, I've actually had the gastric sleeve done. Yes. And my heaviest was 320. Right. And I had to lose weight in order to have that surgery. I couldn't imagine being that Heavy right. and having to lose weight, and I've watched. I haven't watched it as much as you. Yes, but um, mostly because it like makes me feel really terrible. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just kind of like, oh my god, this is. Too, I can't. It's too real. It's way too real. It, it's too relatable, and I think that's why I, I can't Look, stop yeah, watching yeah. it because I'm like, wow, you know, in my own struggles in life, like I struggle with emotional eating. Um, I have not had any kind of surgery, but I have tried so, so many uh-huh. diets. I have tried all of the trending diets because I'm, oh. I'm that bitch. Do you and remember I'm... your first diet that you ever run? Oh, shoot. Actually, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so what was that? It was a, I can see, I'm going to really date myself. I can see the <laughs> videotape. Oh, man. Um, it was started up, but do you think I could remember what the heck? It was something by Beachbody. I can tell you that. Um, was it like a walking video or something? No, it was It was a three-part, <laughs> it was like a three-week, you know, like three-week video video series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came with a diet plan. But my, my mom's friend, who was just slightly chunky because she had three kids and had like baby weight to lose, she did it and she lost a lot of weight. So she talked my mom into... Purchasing this for me. Even though your mom has never needed that. My mom is all of 110 pounds soaking wet. Like, she's even, like, toned because she gardens and stuff a lot. Yeah, she's, like, like muscular. She's, like, your stereotypical bombshell beauty. You would think that she, like, you know, eats really great and works out all the time. It's quite the opposite. (gasps) This woman drinks Diet Coke like it's going out of style and eats Cheetos. That's, like, her diet every day. It is her diet every (laughs) single day. I'm, like... I'm over here eating my sweet potato and my broccoli, and she's just nomming. Yes. Oh. But, like, ever since then, like, I can remember, and I think I was in middle school, like, sixth grade. Mm Mm-hmm. And I... Went to go school clothes shopping with one of my friends. Because, uh, again, came from dirt, dirt ass poor. Yeah. Um, my friend's mom offered to take me so my mom didn't have to waste her gas going to the store. Um, and I had $20 to spend. So, Oof. Oh, yes. Oh, no. It was a bad year. <laughs> um, That's rough. Because, like, jeans in our size at that age. Exactly. That was all of that much. You might even have been short to even get jeans. Like, (laughs) so I went and 
I remember going to Kohl's. Okay. And because my friend's mom loved Kohl's. Oh, well, and that's what, you know, everybody loved Kohl's. Everybody loved Kohl's. I never fit into their clothes. Exactly. So <laughs> I went shopping, right? And I'm with this, you know, my friend at the time, she was this short, petite, you know, blonde girl. Uh, we both hadn't quite hit puberty yet, so she was still, you know... Like, your, your stereotypical, like, 12-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, thin. She was thinner. And then here's me, built like a truck driver, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot fit in any of this stuff. And, like, trying on shirts. And, like, okay, I can't say that I didn't hit puberty yet because I remember I grew boobs overnight. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Like, fifth grade, I had boobs. Fifth grade. <laughs> Went to bed flat-chested, woke up with double Ds. No lie. <laughs> so I'm, like, looking for anything, anything that'll fit me. And I remember her mom, the sweet lady that she was, was like, I will buy you stuff, just don't tell your mom. Mm. And I was like, okay, I don't feel comfortable with that. My mom's going to be really mad. And she goes, no, you just don't tell your mom. That's okay? so sweet. We'll tell her we got it on sale. I will take the receipt. You won't know. Just pick something out. Do you think I could find anything? No. I finally found a shirt, but it was, I think, a 1X mm-hmm. in the misses section. Oh, yep. So I had to purchase this. And actually, I bought it a 1X, not because I needed the room. For your stomach, but for your boobs. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I had, and then I wore the shirt, I wore the crap out of the shirt because I was so proud. I think it was some kind of name brand shirt. I, I couldn't tell you what well, it was. Yeah, and it but was, I was so proud mm-hmm. that I could fit it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wore the, the crap out of that shirt. And, I mean, finally it fell to pieces. But it's just something that sticks with you. Like, parents don't understand how traumatizing some events are to kids. And I can just remember, like, that was the only thing I bought when I was on that trip. And I bought it myself, of course, because... I knew the consequences of I <laughs> came home with a pile of clothes. My mom's going to be like, you stealing shit? No, you know, I'm like, no. You have way too much of a conscience. Oh, I mean, my geez. same. I, I don't want to say I wish I committed a crime, but, like, I wish I had the balls to do something <laughs> like that. I could never. Would you care for I would definitely be, like, guilty, and then I'd bring it back. Like, I took this, and I'm so sorry. Hell? How much does it cost? Right. Like, Especially working in retail. Yes. No way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no, no. And you can't. But, you know, it just it just goes to show, like, there are so many things that you people struggle with, but it comes from a deeper root. There, mm-hmm. There's always, like, a root cause to it. And for people like us who really, we just, we've never been thin. Yeah, I don't and know. And even when we were thin, we were... Still plus something. Miserable. Yeah, I, I, I was miserable, personally. You know, I... <laughs> I've never not known myself heavy, so I can't really say that. Oh, you know what? Let me take that back. Not that I've been miserable. But I've never been comfortable with my body. There you go. For sure. I remember fifth grade, we went to camp. Well, we had a trip to camp. I purposely didn't tell my mother... That there was a trip. I just decided to stay at school like they had the people who couldn't go do. Um, And I did that on purpose because I was embarrassed because it took more than one towel to cover me 
Oh, and I didn't want people to make fun of me yeah. at camp. Yeah. And it was it sucked because I missed out on a lot of memories. And honestly, those people probably didn't even care. No. Like, why was I worried about that? It's so dumb. Uh, it's, I, oh I did go to camp mm-hmm. in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had a dear friend. Me and her were the only plus-size people. Because we did not... Me and Jean did not go to the same school. No. Well, no. And she's a year ahead of me um, in school. But I had a dear friend, um, also a plus-size gal, and we both would shower together because they made you shower together because there wasn't that many showers. Like a buddy system. Yep. You had to push that many people through the shower, so you had to share. And me and her looked at each other and were like, you and I are showering together because (laughs) I'm not getting stuck with... One of our friends whom, and it wasn't anything against them personally. We, it was just, we would, I don't want to show you my stretch marks. Well, because any little, um, you know, wince or anything from our friends, even if it wasn't towards us. Oh, that was, oh. Or they didn't even mean to. Yeah. We would have taken that and we would have been thinking about that forever. That's like not something you oh, forget. yeah. <laughs> you know those, those like 3 a.m. thoughts that keep you up at night for you insomnia people out there? Yeah. It's like that. There's, like, times, like, stupid things. Like, when you fart in gym and everybody hears it, <laughs> those still haunt me. <laughs> or when you're still trying to figure out your period and you bleed all over yourself. And you gotta be at school the whole dang time. Thanks, yeah. middle school. You were a riot. Middle school ruined me. <laughs> everybody was worried about going to high school. And I was like, finally. Fine, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The worst years of my life are behind me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, no, but I I remember my first diet. Oh yeah, I was eight. Oh my gosh, how I was eight years old because I was a hundred and ten pounds at eight. So did you put yourself on the diet, no, or did no, your mom put no. you on the diet? Um, neither. Okay. Um, I went and visited some family out of state, and they put me on a diet. For the duration of your stay? or yeah. Side oh. note, I love my family to death. I do. And they mean well. They, oh, of course. They're just a little rough around the edges. And they don't really realize how kind of mentally damaging over the years they kind of were to me. But yeah, eight years old and I was restricted on things. Um, that was rough. Did they like make you work out too? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How long did you do this for? I was there all summer, so like three months. <gasps> You're kidding me. Nope. I was there all summer, and then it just kind of triggered everything from, you know. It was the downhill spiral from there. Yeah, it really started getting crazy. I remember doing things that you definitely shouldn't do, like, after that. Um, I don't know exactly the time frame in which I did this stuff, but I started over the years. I would steal my mom's diet pills. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would, you know, restrict. I would binge. I would... I started drinking um, coffee because I heard that caffeine made you skinny. Like, I, I don't ask me where I heard that, but... Well, it is a metabolism you know, booster, but yeah. not enough to... <laughs> exactly. But I, but I was like, how, you know, because my dad, um, my parents are divorced, thankfully, Love my parents to pieces, <laughs> but they are terribly toxic together. And my parents actually went back and forth throughout my life. So about the time that I was starting this, you know, started my first diet, like age 12, you know, or whatever, 
Um, that's when I grew boobs overnight. My parents were working on their relationship for the second time. Which was a nightmare. A nightmare. So, every time my dad would leave, because I can remember, age five, my dad left. Mm-hmm. Uh, packed his shit and moved out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was, like, the beginning of my downward spiral. Well, yeah, because it's devastating. You're like, where's my dad going? Right. So, I, like, started diet dieting, I guess, but I would start, like, sneaking food. I remember that. Ooh, I did that. I did that when I was out of state with my family. I would sneak food. I'd be out in the garden. Everybody'd be outside, and I'd be like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I would totally, like, go in the pantry and then go in the bathroom and just, like, because I would, yeah. That's, yeah, because that's a real thing. Like, you get that taken away from you, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's almost like you want it more. Yes, and it's a control thing, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, out of all the things I've ever been able to control, I couldn't control my parent, my parents divorcing. I couldn't control all the things I went through in life. But at the end of the day, I could control what I ate and how much of it I ate. And that, to me, was a huge comfort because she can attest to this. I am a huge control person. If I can't control it or I don't, if I don't feel like I have a choice in the matter, it makes me... Like, rage. Like, I... <laughs> yeah, you're a little... Yeah, I'm a little crazy when it comes... You want to be the boss. I do. And if I don't... And it's not that I throw a fit by any means if I don't have control over a situation. No, you're just very uneasy. Exactly. Like, I... Like, the mental unrest that I have just kind of, like... It stresses me out. Straight up. Just, yep. Um. Thank you. That's... Yeah. It's a huge stressor. I'm not really like that so much. Might as well. <laughs> um, it's not really a control thing for me. I just, I wanted it. I don't know. Mentally, I was like, no, I want it and I will get it if I want it. <laughs> right. Because I do what I want. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, like, I, something happened when I turned 25 and I went through a really big depression, a huge career shift. Um, something in your brain clicks at 25. I was like, something is very not okay with me, and I can't keep living like this. Right. So, by the time I was 28, I had figured out what was going on, what I needed to do, and I did it. And now... I am medicated for depression and anxiety, which has actually been a lifesaver for me. If you need help with anything like that, get get help. help. Talk to somebody. Talk to your doctor. Even a therapy session. I'm not trying to condone just medicating up, but, like, that's what worked for me. Um, But after that, you know, these past couple years, I just kind of... You know, like, I'm back on Weight Watchers, mm-hmm. and I love their program. Not Sponsor us, Weight Watchers. <laughs> yeah, we're totally not sponsored, but we'd be cool with it. Um, <laughs> I love their program, because, you know, they're just kind of, like, very, you got this, you know, let's try this. You Super got encouraging. This. Yeah, like, any time of day. Yeah. Um, And I'm just kind of like, you know what, I have done... It all. Medications for my doctor to lose weight. Diet programs. I went to Overeaters Anonymous at one point. Yeah. I have done 
surgery, not saying I gained all my weight back from that, but I did gain more than I would have liked to back. Um, but I just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I just want to be comfortable in my own skin. Right. I just want to feel good about myself and I am healthy and I want to continue and I'm almost 30 now and yeah. We're so excited. (laughs) I'll be 30 next month and I just, I want to be, you know, I want to be that bitch who's like, Walks out of the house and is okay with herself. Right. If I want to wear a crop top, I want to walk outside and be okay with daggering looks and not take it till 20 years to forget about it. You know, <laughs> I, I want just to love myself and love my body. I yes, don't. I am queen. so far from that still, but I'm really working on it. So I try to, when I eat something that is like a lot of points for me or something, I try to just be like... Is this a mindful choice? Do you really think you should, you know, be having this much of this? Yes. Or something, you know, a little less damaging to the mental. Um, 100%. It, and it's really helped me. I feel like I've definitely gotten over some good mountains with the self-love part, but I'm still very far away. And that's... Like, why we want to be here. Mm. That's why we want to do this and do this for other people because... It's so long of a journey. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between, like, we we feel your pain. We just want you to know, like, you are not alone. Definitely not. We are fortunate enough to not only have been birthed as best friends, but, like... Yeah. Literally (laughs) birthed as best friends because our moms are best friends, but, like... (laughs) We have struggled with the same things. Like, I don't know that we would be or have the amazing relationship that we have if we didn't struggle with the same thing. Yeah. Because without her encouragement to me on my darkest days of, um, <laughs> more or less, my biggest struggle was I'm not going to be loved if I don't get this in check. I'm not going to be loved if I don't get my weight under control and that's what fueled my eating disorders that I struggled with because I really struggled with the binging and restricting I really struggled you know yo-yo dieting was my and still is my Achilles heel like really try not to do the fad diet I know exactly I and I cheeto for a long time I did and you lose weight yes you lose weight but it's not sustainable and it's And it's not sustainable because for people like myself, I'm trying to fix a mental problem with a physical solution. And it just... They're two different animals. You can't... Holy cow. (laughs) Like, you, when you come to the realization that you... It's like (laughs) trying... It's like trying to be a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. (laughs) You know, you're gonna struggle. So, you gotta, you know... Sorry to the one-legged people out there. Like we're we're not, you know, edit that out. <laughs> we um we just we're just like we're here for you because I'm not going to sit here and say like I've got the fix it all solution like a lot of fad diet and exercise program oh, people yeah, no. like to do. Because if I did, I would love myself. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that'd be great, but I We uh, wouldn't be here today. Yeah, 100%. But we're not, we're not, I'm, I personally. Like, we, I, I don't know about you, but I don't know what it was, it, 
it's like to be anorexic? Never, no. Or purge? I was never keen on the throwing up thing, and besides, I heard it would eventually deteriorate your teeth, so I definitely shied away from that. Yeah, because our, fa- <laughs> our faces are moneymaker. Like, we, That's the we, only we, thing. We can't be having no fucked up teeth and shit. That's the only thing. I was like, this is the only thing I like about my body. <laughs> I gotta keep it together. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, and then we're round. We're both rounding the corner on 30, her sooner than me, which we are just, we're over the moon about our trip. Cause I want to we... be 30, flirty, and thriving. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes! Love that movie. No, we're, we're, like, ready to go, like, just balls deep into our next part of our life. Stop worrying about what other people think, because, honestly, (laughs) nobody thinks about it as much as we do. Exactly. Like, if you wear something and you're really self-conscious about it, nobody is really thinking of it. They're gonna maybe say something in their head, maybe. Right. Most of the time, not. Yeah. They won't even give you a second glance. They will not even remember seeing you. And you're sitting there thinking about it like, oh, that lady cringed when she saw me. Like, maybe she had to sneeze. Yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe she had a bad taste in her mouth or something. Like, and it's just like, why are we even worried about it? This person, these people don't have anything to do with our lives. Half the time, the people we see in public, we won't ever even see again or realize we see them again. Just do you. <laughs> like, Just do you. And love yourself the whole time. Like, it's so... Okay, so we know. Easier said than done. Like, we're not we're not the kind of people that are going to be like, and you have to love yourself. No I can say what. it all day long, but it <laughs> it's not 100%. No, it's not 100%. And at the end of the day, like... I meant like 30% self-love. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, and it, like... Some days are better than others. We're human. Like, we're not perfect. I'm not going to love myself overnight. Ooh, some days I'm like, I woke up like this. And then some days I'm like, I am a turd. (laughs) Put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. Oh, I feel that. I'm just not. I made the conscientious decision that regardless of how I look, I want to feel good. You know what I mean? Well, so confidence, that is a, like, gigantic thing when it comes to people being attracted to other people. Oh, yeah. Like, confidence alone will make you more attractive, whether you're attractive or not. Exactly. To that person. Um, I, can ta- I can tell you all this. This girl walks into a room, and I'm talking about Jean. She walks into a room. She stops everyone in their tracks. I don't know about She's that. She's got, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> this girl's got a hell of a personality. Like, she, and she's gorgeous to boot. Mm, thank you. But, like, we have big personalities because we've had to learn to adapt to the kind of constraints that society has thrown on us because of how we look physically. If you're not going to be gorgeous, you yeah. know, stereotypical, skinny gorgeous girl then you have to be loud and like funny and you know like you have to be everything else if you don't look great physically according to society you have to be everything else you have to be smart you have to be funny you have to be hardworking. you know you have to be able to captivate a room hold the room's attention like yeah like people like acquaintances of ours they would probably never know like 
sometimes I go home and just cry. Oh. <laughs> like, they'll or, be like, no, you're hard. You're hard as nails. <laughs> and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you didn't just cry the whole drive home. Come home, sit on the couch, cry a little bit more. Or you didn't throw your hairbrush across the bathroom because your hair wasn't working right. And you're just an ugly fat cow. Like, no, don't. Nah. <laughs> oh, and it's so hard. It's so hard to not, like, drag yourself down. Like, yeah, that, we, we like, are our hardest And critics. that's toxic, too. That's not something that uh-huh. you should be saying. I've almost come to, and I love it because my husband, he corrects me. He doesn't even let us say the word fat in our house. He, Her husband <laughs> is an absolute saint. He, well, he I would not saint. go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he definitely loves me, and he's loved me at every single weight. I am very blessed. Because he's always found me attractive, even though I've been a whale sometimes. <laughs> but, no, we like, you shouldn't say stuff like that about yourself, and I shouldn't say that about me either. Um, but I've almost put, you know, words and lipstick on my mirror and read them to myself every day. Yeah, like, get you, a, like, a, a mantra. Because, like, why would I, why do I need to be doing that to myself when I'm already letting the rest of the world do it, exactly. Can I just stop? <laughs> and like I've stop heard this, the madness. I have heard this so many times. I wouldn't say those things to you, right? Just as much as you wouldn't say those things to me, because we would protect each other from that. And if you're willing to protect someone else, you should be willing to protect yourself. Yeah, because like, and just like put that negativity. You're stuck with yourself forever. I don't so, know if you know that, but that's that. So, like, <laughs> you should probably learn to love you because it's going to be a long, long journey otherwise. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and, you know, it starts with that. If you don't love yourself, you then have trouble loving other people. Exactly. Which I've had crazy complexes, which is a whole nother episode <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> that situation. But Like, seriously. Body um, image, for sure. Like. Dating. Oh, oh, yes. Holy cow. Yeah, we will cover that 100% in a future <laughs> episode. Uh, but to quote RuPaul, because we love us a good queen. I love him. We love our queen, Ru. Um, you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Exactly. Like, he has got it spot on the queen knows the T when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because, you know... Putting aside just eating disorders and, like, that type of body image kind of centered talk, there are people out there who are, you know, gay, trans, like, they're just really struggling with their own body images because they don't feel comfortable in the body that they were given or however any of that works. You'll have to forgive me public because I am pretty... uh, I lack a lot of knowledge in, into that community, but, um, learning more every day, like. And I'm, always willing to. Oh, 100%. We love every, everybody. Every. Like, every body. Single. We love Living people. being. Yes. We love people. We love you, you know, as long as, you know, do no harm. Do no harm. Do sure. no harm. Live your life and do no harm. That's pretty much where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> We just want everyone to love each other and everyone to love themselves. Straight up. I mean, I don't want to love everyone, but just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. We love people. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. 
Most of them. Yes. yes. Um, which I'm sure our listeners will find out who I love and don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty vocal about it. Um, but no, I think that's like the maybe that's the secret to life. Yes. Yeah. Truly, just. Freaking live your life. Live your life. Like sure. Brad Mondo says, live your best life. Like, yes. just, there's, great there's so many bigger things in this world, you know, like, and it's crazy because like, oh, you have some weight on you, but you can still hear, you can still see, right. you got all your limbs, like you got they hair. They all function. You were, like, we're born in America, so we're super privileged. We're so privileged, like, And yes. we're worried about our weight. Like real. How crazy do we look? <laughs> For real though. Like, I'm like, oh my god, I ate a pop tart. I'm gonna gain twenty pounds, and there's starving children in Africa. Like straight up. Can you please stop the madness? <laughs> it's so much bigger than you. The world does not care. Exactly. Just go out and do something productive. <laughs> yes. No, and just kind of wrapping up like uh our first part of the segment cuz we are going to do a couple different parts on um some of the, the more major things that we struggle with um just getting people acclimated to who we are as people um we as two plus size women in beautiful Pure Michigan because we live in a great state Yes, there are other great states out there. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Don't Uh, at at me. (laughs) But um, we, you know, we've kind of, we grew up, we did the damn thing. Yeah, we got got to the point in our life where we're like, oh, we're adults. And we survived our childhoods. Yeah, the the things that used to matter as kids, even in our early 20s, it just seems so silly. Right. And you're just like, you know what? I got girls who live in my hometown. They're li- they live in the, their hometown still. Yep. They got several kids. Like X amount of kids. They're working at Taco Bell, just like living life. And I'm like, yes. And they're so happy. You know what? If you are happy doing that, I applaud you. Right. You, we know people that have like climbed the corporate ladder. They are so successful. I don't. Like, like they serve us food. They do you a service. You right. Should, I, I get so crazy when people, uh, for example, you have certain relatives who are really insecure about not leaving their hometown. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just kind of like, it's not the worst thing that can happen. Yes. Like, if you want to <laughs> go out and experience life very badly, maybe, you know, you should try to find a way to do that. But right. if you don't leave your hometown, it's not the worst thing in the world. Sometimes that's the best place to raise a family or start a business yes. or something, you know? These little towns seem to be treasure troves for things, you know? A hundred percent. We, uh, the town I grew up in, actually, the Sassy Olive. She is like a millionaire and she makes Shout headbands. Shout Sassy Olive. Right. She makes the cutest headbands. She's got like a beautiful store. And I went to high school with her, actually. She was a couple grades below me, but she, she. She's successful. She went to med school. It didn't work out. And she was like, I'll make headbands on Essie to, you know, pay for my stuff and then it just blew up like right. come on you like, telling me you can't be happy living right. in your hometown like <laughs> go hometown heroes just as hard as life was for us growing up in those hometowns like going through our own personal struggles it's nice to it's nice to drive i don't know there's like a sense of community when you get older that it's really nice to 
You're not as insecure anymore. A hundred percent. Like on the 4th of July when it's hot as hell and... And you want to wear booty shorts and a crop? You do. Go. I mean, maybe not a crop top. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but I for sure <laughs> wore short shorts and was just like, you know what? Little kids are going to say what they want. Because, you know, especially toddlers or savages. Oh my goodness. I um, love- shout out to my nephews. <laughs> I who are the love- devil reincarnate sometimes. <laughs> I love them so much. I do. I love children so much and I want my own so badly. Um, but they're little psychopaths because they don't understand empathy and sympathy. They just say it all unfiltered and you're just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, TT needs to go cry in the corner. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one, one of um, Louise's nephews was like, they call me TT because I'm like an aunt to them. They're like, TT, you got such a big belly. And they were hugging me like it was a, you know, cute little thing. They didn't mean anything by it. I was just like, oh my God, thanks, kid. You know? Right. <laughs> you just got to be like, yup, Titi's got a big old belly. <laughs> like, what are you to do? Uh, but that's life, you know. We, like, life goes on. I think, and it's great to see. Yeah, you're still going to wake up tomorrow. Yeah, you're still going to do it. You know, hopefully you wake up tomorrow, like. You're on the right side of the dirt right now, so... You're just kind of... Okay, so I'm heavy, and... And? Yeah, th- and that's really the kind of mentality you got to start having to love yourself, like... Right. Just look at what you got, and work with it. And work with it. And we're not saying that you can't change it. No, because I'm looking to change it. Oh, myself. yeah. Oh, yes. We're always... We are the kind of people that... We... We don't stop. I want to be the best me that I want to be, because... And this yes, will probably right. be another episode, too, but... Like, my husband, he likes my hair when it's dark, and he, you know, there's certain clothes that he loves and styles that are hella dated. <laughs> he loves when I wear them, and I'm just like, no, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to be bleach blonde, and you're just going to have to love me anyway. Right. <laughs> and he does, but I, you know, I do that for me. Right. I wear makeup for me. Yes. And other women. <laughs> Because I'm not worried about men. Men, honestly. Men don't care. Love them, but they, yeah, they don't care. They're not probably looking at our face half the time. Anyway. No. If they are, thank you. Right, yeah. Much like, appreciated. Thank you. I spent a lot of time on the beat, but. <laughs> like, this eyeliner took years, but it's fine. <laughs> These brows are a lifetime work in progress. Thank Learning you. how to do eyeliner. Is it even? <laughs> It's not touching my eyebrow yet. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a fun episode. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, So just to kind of wrap things up, you know, I'm Louise. I'm Jean. And I am an accountant, believe it or not, and Jean here. I am a tree. I'm a stylist mostly. Stylist by nature. I'm working on setting up in a official shop i just moved into a house but um yeah i'm a stylist yes hairstylist makeup stylist all of the stylists cosmetologist all of it just wrapped into a bundle i am a boring accountant that's not boring it's not boring because i work at a slaughterhouse (laughs) it's not boring to you i'm sure to me i'm like oh that sounds like Torture. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, I'm I'm a very analytical person. I take things super seriously. And I'm creative. Yes. 
very yep. And actually, I do have a creative side. Oh yeah. Um, don't it's, get me wrong. I'm not like a dry piece of toast, and she's like the the various gems and jellies that I'm make pretty me interesting. But sometimes that's what <laughs> yes. So my creative side is very um, it's very like psychedelic trip. That's how I describe my creative side. I'm all over the place. I feel like I dabble a little bit in everything. Oh yeah, you. You definitely, if there's an experience to be had, you're like, I want to try that. I'm like the hippie. I'm like the hippie of the. You're such a free spirit gypsy woman. Indeed. And you are very much uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Ugh. Yes. Like Sex in the City. Only in Chicago. Yeah. Because that's my city. New York. Right? Was that New York? Yeah. You're going to kill me. It's just too big. Yeah. Too big for me. Nah, Chicago's where it's at, though. Mm. Shout out to Chicago. I love you. Love Chicago. Yeah, so that's. That should wrap up our... That's our first segment. First one. I hope you guys yes. enjoyed listening to our crazy rants. Yes. <laughs> and to close, we're going to do our cheers and shout out our wine of the... Wine of the day, I guess. I don't know. We'll, yeah. prob- we'll probably have a better phrase for that later. Yeah. <laughs> you guys going to have to roll with us because we, uh, we definitely are flying by the seat of our draws mm. in this. But um, big shout out to... What is this? Oh, this one? Yeah. Bella Belinda? Mm-hmm. Belinda? Mm-hmm. Help me out, girl. Bella Belina. Belina, there you go. This is a Moscato Lemonada. Lemonada? Yeah, it's Italian. Ayudame. <laughs> it's an Italian. I speak Spanish, not Italian. Lemon Moscato it is beautiful. It's not, it's very like semi sweet. It's very refreshing. It's wonderful with sherbet. Oh, yes. And it comes in a fun vintage bottle. I don't know where you'd have to Google it. I'm sure you could find it. Um, We found it at a really nice wine store. but Yes, a little private, locally owned wine store that we have around here. And I don't know if anyone knows anything about Michigan, but we are home to Grand Rapids, which is Beer City, USA, currently. Which is funny, because I don't drink beers. Yeah, she does not drink beer. I... So I dabble. Hard yeah. cider, though. Hard cider, yes. we, da- we So we're going to have lots of, lots of stuff, probably from all over Michigan to start. Oh, yes. We want to shout out, like, our, like, this isn't our local, this isn't a local wine, but we will definitely start shouting out some of our local wineries. Because we uh, got some favorites. Oh, my goodness, yes. And I am the whiskey drinker of the pair, so I will be shouting out some of my favorite whiskeys and whiskey recipes uh, because even though I'm an accountant, I was a bartender by trade for many, <laughs> many, many years. So that's, that's a hell through. of a career change. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I got through college. So we're going to, uh, you know, be cheersing many different things. Clinkity clink. And we hope you guys listen in next time. And we hope to have a couple of different things you guys can message us at. Um, we're going to work on getting a couple pages set up. Um, so like Facebook for Facebook, sure. Facebook, Instagram. Um, I don't really fuck with Twitter, but uh, we might. That might be out of our element because we're a little older. But you know what? Right. Yeah, we don't know. We you never know. We we could surprise you. Yeah, we'll let you know what platforms we're on in future episodes for sure. Um, this was just kind of like a let's see what happens. Right. Thing. This so. is very much a throw it to the wind and let. <sighs> Let the chips fall where they may kind of situation. Yes. So. Cheers to you guys. Uh, stay positive. 
and keep on loving yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. <laughs>